So amazing, uh, you see how they playing, uh, live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment, uh, you don't want to miss it, so official like you never seen, keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee, uh, everything from highlights and stats, you know that we gotta run it back, whether on the field or the court, you know that this is where it's at, uh, subscribe, no delaying, uh, this is live wire, uh, sports and entertainment, let's go. What's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to another Live Wire Sports Entertainment. I'm back at you with another one. All right. In this episode, we're going to talk about the Chicago Bulls and the relentless free fall of continue to get blown out by numerous other teams, which we pretty much have seen that the Chicago Bulls is like... I guess you could say substantially under uh, underperforming since the second half of the All-Star game. Now, I didn't do the last two games. I didn't do a report on it um, because I just didn't want to continue to go over the same rhetoric of everything. Um, but it's what we've seen from the Chicago Bulls right now is that no matter who the team is, no matter um, how desperate desperation they continue to talk, or Billy Donovan say this, or Billy Donovan say that, the Chicago Bulls continue to fall. They continue to come out and not establish themselves. Now, I want to give a shout out to Hayes over there, um, Chicago Bulls Central. And he dropped the video this morning and he hit on a lot of key points. And he had asked, he asked this question um, that if we was to replace Billy Donovan, who will we replace him with? Uh, a experienced coach or a coach that's unknown? And in his, ha in his halftime hangout, I was in there last night and I said that we need a coach like Eric Sprosom. From the Miami Heat. Eric Sproson don't get the credit that he deserved because he is one of the best coaches in the league. Billy Donovan, yeah, he had some success in college with Florida. But he didn't have great success when he was the coach at Oklahoma City. And you had Westbrook, Durant, and James Harden over there. So, I mean, his philosophy of coaching doesn't work and who will we you know a lot of people say Martin Jackson I just think Martin Jackson time has passed I mean I think his coaching style is not that I think his coaching style is to me is more of Tom Thibodeau's and which yeah if you want him as a defensive coach then that's fine but you know it's just like um Frank Vogel, I mean, he coached like Frank Vogel. It's, you rely on your superstars to get it done. And this day and age, you know, it doesn't work that way. You know, because, yeah, as talented they are, as Zach and Damar is, they need a system put around them. They need a system. One point of the game that I looked at, even though the game was way out of hand, they had... Troy Brown, P 
Patrick Williams, Ayo, um, who else in there? I think Javante Green, Derrick Jones Jr. They all was on the floor. And you literally see them guys running up the floor. I mean, like literally going after it. And I'm sitting here like, damn, why Billy Donovan don't utilize that strategy to run? Now, I understand that, yeah, Billy, I mean, everything, you know, they walk the ball up the court. They definitely go through DeMar, which DeMar stops the ball. Zach is different. Zach creates, he uses speed to get to the rim. He shoots very decent from the outside, um, but he likes to run. He's like, he likes to run in the open court. He doesn't, it's like Zach doesn't move in a half court set as well. Now it's something they're going to have to learn how to do because that's how it's going to be in the playoffs. Um, and then Vooch is the opposite. He doesn't like to be down low. He's more of an outside perimeter guy. So in that case, if the Bulls, had somebody that they could have put down low and used Vooch on the outside, then it would be different. But when you have Vooch on the outside and everybody else on the perimeter, there's nobody down low getting rebounds at all because everybody's just standing around watching. But for that, that unit that came in, and even going back into the second quarter when Zach was on the floor by himself and you pretty much seen how he was literally running the offense and they was running, they was getting, I think they had it down to 10 points at one time, sort of another, but then as soon as DeMar comes in, the everything just holds. It gets stopped. And for DeMar to be over there with Popovich, he should know better pretty much how to be in a, 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 a offense that has to pass the ball is like he gets stuck. He gets to the spot. He doesn't look. There could be a person to his right, a person to his left, and he would never pass the ball. He he definitely would not pass the ball. He'll force that shot just to get his shot off. Zach, Zach, I don't see Zach standing next to him looking like, dude, I'm open. You know, let's move the ball around. And then if you swing it to the wing, why you, you don't cut down the middle or back on the outside and rotate around? There's so many multiple things is wrong with Chicago, the Bulls right now. And we can't sit here and say, well, we don't have Lonzo. Because I, I feel like even if Lonzo was there, I mean, at one point, I, I don't think it would matter. At one point, I do make think it's matter because I think Lonzo will not allow DeMar to stick the ball because that's what it was doing. You know, yeah, I understand DeMar is older and he don't want to run as much, but guess what? If you didn't want to be on a team that runs, then because just say, for instance, switch Ja, ja, ja Morant with Lonzo and you know how Ja, ja runs up the floor. Zach would thrive with somebody like that. DeMar, not so much because DeMar ain't, he doesn't want to run up the floor all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
my, my th and then from the last two press conferences that I had watched Zach speak on, it's very telling that he's frustrated. And it and I'm telling you, he might not saying it, but you could pick and ch you could pick pretty much in his conversations that he's really saying, you know, this thing is not gonna cut it. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna cut it. And he, you know, he you could tell he's a nice guy. He don't want to throw nobody on the bus, but he said it last night. He said, from the coaches all the way down. And that's that's how you gotta be as a leader of this team. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have to call it and rather because I remember when Jimmy was over there, he was getting on players. And you no, know, people don't like Jimmy Butler's attitude or whatever the case may be, but hell. I would love to have Jimmy Butler on the Bulls because he will hold people accountable. He will push you. You know what I'm saying? DeMar doesn't do that as much. Tristan tries to a little bit. Alex tries to a little bit. Now you're starting to see the frustration set, it, set in with Zach a little bit. And it's going to be a very telling situation going into the playoffs and into the offseason because AK Eversley pretty much is watching. And just like Hayes said, I agree with him totally 100%. Everybody's off, lim off limits except for Pat Will and Zach. And I'm going to tell you this. If they offer, AK Eversley offer Zach a max deal and, I'm, and, I'm, and they say, they built him as that franchise guy for there, you best believe they're going to probably have a conversation with him in the offseason and say, hey, what changes do we need to make in the offseason? They're going to respectfully ask him, don't be surprised if Ayo get traded. Well, I know Kobe will. Don't be surprised all those firing contracts like Derrick Jones Jr. And they might keep Javante Green. They might, um, but don't be, count on it. Don't be surprised as DeMar, because trust me, any team that want DeMar right now, they could get him because of what he has shown. And they said, well, hey, you know, boom, he did this. The Lakers might be willing to trade some. Well, they ain't got no assets to trade, but somebody like that's a contender in the in the for instance, the Clippers could be interested in him. Dallas Mavericks could be interested in him. You know what I'm saying? Toronto could be back interested in him. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the situation is. And you got to think, DeMar, I mean, not DeMar, but Zach needs somebody that could run the floor with him. And the ball is moving fluidly, and they out in transition. They function so much better in transition than they do in ISO. Because you could tell every time Zach gets the ball, he always trying to look to drive and get to the basket. Now, it's great for where they the Bulls had gotten to at this point, but they have five home games, five home games that this team literally squandered away and only winning one. Last night was one of the most pathetic performances I have watched this whole season with this team. And I have watched some games. Matter of fact, I have watched every Bulls game this year. And it's pathetic to sit here and watch this team 
I mean, LaMelo Ball looked like Steph Curry out there. I mean, he was hitting threes left and right here and there. Then all of a sudden, in the second half late in the game, when the game is already out of control, Kobe White started hitting threes. Well, bro, you, you should have been hitting these threes a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? You get you get mismatch, you get the pick and roll defense is bad. It's like they always trying to double somebody. You double and then they double the wrong man. Vooch don't never when he runs down the floor, he never gets in position. He takes the the person at the top of the key instead of back up. Last night I seen Demar down there and said, "Hey, come back, come back. I switch with you." You know what I'm saying? He don't want to do that. It's like Vooch don't want to bang down low. He want to stay out high and low and then wait for somebody to get the rebound and kick it back out of him for a shot. Then he rushes his side a lot. I have seen him turn literally turn around in the post and just throw the ball up. You can't. I'd rather have the White Howard for all of that. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's and everybody say, well, we need to go after um, Rudy Gobert or we need to go after Anthony Davis. You know what? Yeah. If Anthony Davis could really stay healthy, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind having him because guess what? He runs up the floor. He's he's a 20-plus guy when he's healthy. But when he's not healthy, he that's a whole nother issue. Now, Anthony Davis likes to shoot a lot too, but he will get down low. He will block shots. He will play defense. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I could say about him. I'm not as fond of him, but hey. Now, for this notion of saying, well, we need to get Rudy Gobert, we not getting Rudy Gobert. Denver Nuggets is not letting him go unless the situation with him and Donovan Mitchell is really far gone. Another thing that I want to touch on is that Billy Donovan got a quick he got he say all the right things. He identifies everything that's wrong with the Bulls, but you're not making the proper adjustment. Now tomorrow night is the last game of the season before they gear up next week for the playoffs. That's five games, because if you play in Boston and you just got beat by Boston and you know what they're gonna do, if you don't and if you ain't gonna utilize your bench then there's going to be a problem because there's no way in the world Marco and Tyler Cook should be sitting on the bench right now. These guys should have been getting burned last, some burn last night. They need to get burned in tomorrow night's game because you need to see what you have to go in the playoff and where these guys could be beneficial for you. You don't know if they're beneficial if you don't utilize them. Kobe is going to still get picked pick off. I wouldn't even start him. Me personally, I won't even start Kobe. I will start Io at the point, have a Javante start or Pat Will start, and with Zach and Demar and whatever the case may be. And maybe Zach might not even play tomorrow night. He might not even play. He might just take a rest day and rest all the way into the playoffs next week. He might not play. I won't blame him. You know what I'm saying? But this team is in trouble. This team doesn't have an identity. They don't have an identity on offense. They don't have an identity on defense. And I, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. And even though Billy Donovan has two years on his contract, 
that does not stop our organization for firing you. <laughs> I don't see it in football and I don't see it in basketball. It don't matter what your contract is. Organizations know how to get out your contract now, these days. Now, it wasn't like that before, but now they they could get out of it. Prime example, my Miami Hurricanes um, fire um, Manny Diaz this year, and he had two years left on his contract, and they got under it. Now, they could get out of your contract and still pay you, or they got a way that they, they you know, they could, it, it's a way they could do it. Trust me, it's a way. Now, but who do you think they have somebody they have identified as the next coach for the Bulls? Because you you just think about this. Chicago gets swept in the first round of the playoff. You ain't gonna tell me Billy Donovan's job ain't gonna be in jeopardy. Now, if the Bulls win two games and losing six, okay then I could say, yeah. If they get beat 4-1 or they get swept, there ain't no way I see Billy Donovan coming back. And if they, if the on, and if he does come back, he's going to have to change his whole coaching staff. He's going to have to put somebody there that know how to play, that knows defense as a coach to help the, the, get them defensively, mentally prepared. Because you got Lonzo, the whole offseason, Lonzo going to have to rehab and get better before they start ramping up and back in October. Zach might have a minor procedure done to his knee, so that might take him a little bit longer. Now, DeMar is another situation. They might see somebody else like them that probably moves a little bit better. Now, I, this is what I say. I would take Bradley Beal over DeMar. Now, my, a lot of people might not agree with that, and that's fine and good. But DeMar, I mean, Bradley Beal could see, still give you the same points, and Bradley Beal plays defense. You know what I'm saying? And he could run the floor. Now, pairing him up, now, depends on what happened to the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler might not be there. Jimmy Butler runs the floor. And he plays the same position DeMar plays, and he he might not as a volume shooter as DeMar, but he will score, but he plays defense. That's, to me, those players, that that's who you need. You need a person that come in to get you. And also, the Bulls need 3D scoring. They need three-point shooting. I mean, elite three-point shooting, somebody that's 40% from the feet, from three-point lane that can score, create their own shots, move out the basketball. Every team that I have watched the Bulls this year, they move without the basketball. Even the Milwaukee Bucks. Even the Philadelphia 76ers. Even Jason Tatum and, and Brown on the Celtics, they move well out the ball. You need somebody like a Marcus Smart on your team. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, um, Harold, you know what I'm saying, for Charlotte last night. Somebody's tough. And I, I'm not knocking Tristan Thompson because I'm thankful that he is there. But there's only so much he could do because 
his his presence on the floor with Vooch doesn't work. Now his presence with Pat Will works on the floor. You know what I'm saying? And if you had him say you had if Marco was on the floor and he could stretch the floor and shoot threes, let him go. Kobe White is not going to get it. Kobe White will not be on this roster next year. You know what I'm saying? The Bulls will revamp this whole team. And and I believe they will revamp it because they're not going to lose Zach. And they, I think they're going to go to Zach and talk to him and see what he he wants for this team. Because this same team cannot come next year and think they're going to waltz back into the playoffs and say, oh, last year was a learning curve and come back with the same attitude, the same demeanor. You know what I'm saying? And the fact of the matter is they're getting blown out. They're getting the, their backs blown out. This team, and I and I said, I said it, I said it before. Before the All-Star break, when Billy Donovan was out for that week or so for COVID, and that coach coached that team, and they went on that nine-game winning streak, that team ran, they played defense, and they went they, they went after it. And then now this was before Lonzo went out, but they still was mixing match the pieces because the Tyler Cooks, the Malcolm Hills, all of these guys, Matt Clung, all of these guys was getting play when they was on the team. You know what I'm saying? So, as soon as Willie Donovan come back, everybody started going back. They stopped pushing them back to the G League. Billy didn't utilize the, the rest of the roster because you think think about it. They was using they was utilizing a bench a lot. They was putting guys in, giving guys break. Demar wasn't playing all the minutes. They they was it was so balanced, and they was able to run and mix up things. You know what I'm saying? And get out in transition. They're not doing that right now. They're not doing that right now. And. And then you could tell the difference when, like I say, you could tell the difference when Zach is on the floor running that unit when DeMar goes off and how they keep up leads. And because there's always Zach and Vooch together. Then DeMar come in. Sometimes it's DeMar and Vooch. But DeMar, you could tell when he comes in how the team loses. Like if they close or they got a lead, you could tell the lead gets lost and they get behind. And I'm not saying that, I mean, Zach got to hold himself accountable. DeMar got to hold himself accountable. Um, all the guys, even the coaches, because this can't continue. And like Zach said, he, he's okay with the, he's okay with um, the fans booing. And this was the first night, last night was the first night they was booing. And I and they rightfully so. They should be born. You know why? Because they pathetic. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna get on here ranting and raving or cussing and stuff like that. But it's frustrating sitting here watching this team self-destruct. Every team that comes out of players already know they got our confidence. They be like, well, if you jump on them by 10 or 20 points, they're gonna fold. They're not gonna play hard. And maybe it's just me. I think they I think they checked out on Billy, man. 
I don't think they want to. I don't think they want to play with Billy Donovan. I don't see. I don't see the effort there from them like they was early in the season. And everything Billy's saying, and Billy is not holding them accountable, and that stuff like that will cost you your job because if another coach come in and start holding them guys accountable and pushing them, you know what I'm saying? This is just as worse when Jim Bowling was there. And we know how that went. But it wasn't as bad when, you know, you had, I mean, I don't know, man. I just think right now the, the Chicago Bulls definitely, definitely, definitely need an overhaul this offseason. Now, it's great that they went out and got DeMar and got Lonzo in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, that was great. But this team's still missing. They're missing a whole lot. And for them to take that next step, they're going to have to be a well-rounded team. Almost like how Phoenix and Golden State is. Somewhere close to that. Not exactly like that because those guys were playing for a long, long time. And that's what they need. Now, I don't know how long DeMar will play, but definitely Zach needs another running mate. He needs somebody. Now, if they're going to keep DeMar, they're going to have to get somebody else in that front. You know what I'm saying? With Pat Will and him that could run and could get their own shot and could cause problems. You're not going to get it with Vooch. And I, I'm sad to say say this, man. He going to have to... I, I'm looking... I'm looking for Kobe, Vooch. Um, I don't think... I don't think Alex Caruso will go leave because he's a defensive part but I think Ayo Alec I think Ayo Kobe Derek Jones Troy Brown Bradley Javante Green I think all of them and Vooch and DeMar all eight of them um could be up being playing somewhere else next year now but if they say well hey they build the team around Say if they build a team around Demar and Zach and Lonzo, and you build around them three, and you fill out the rest of everything else, then that's good because then you don't have to have Demar. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have Demar to stop the ball. He having him move all the time, because because like if you like like Javante Green. I mean, uh, Javante Green, Javante um, over there in San Antonio. He, he, between him and Alonzo, they was my, they was my, Javante was my first choice. Alonzo was my second. I really wanted Javante because him and Zach is close. Javante runs the four. He's a decent shooter. He's played defense. He's long. And he, can, he gets, to, he's crafty. He gets to the basket. And he's so quick. That would have worked out so good with the Bulls because they you need a point guard like that to put pressure on uh, a defense, and that's what we that's what we lack in with Lonzo, the pressure or the ball. You know what I'm saying? Now when Zach comes in, he he has the ball, but one thing is he's too loosely with the ball because he cost he does turn the ball over, being so costly. So, like I say, there's many errors in this team from players to coaches, which is bad. 
which is really bad. And something that they they can't fix it right now because the playoffs is right around the corner. Now, this team is trying to turn on and switch in the playoffs and win. Then we're gonna be, everybody going to be saying, well, where the hell that was, <laughs> you know, in the regular season. But stranger shit has happened. But right now, this team, they going to have – it's a rallying cry right now for this team. And, right, and this team right now is not responding in no form – no form, no shape, form, and fashion. They're not responding. Either, and like Zach say, is a lot of disconnect. So, if he's saying it's not a disconnect, take it for you what it's worth. Because if it's disconnection, that means it's disconnection with certain players and it's disconnection with coaches. So, don't like I say when this offseason hit, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. So, but we'll see what happens against Minnesota tomorrow. Um, hopefully they can put. Hopefully they can win this game. They're not at home. They ain't got to worry about fans booing them. But we'll see if they gonna pull out a win and or go into the playoff limping. So, but until the next time. Um, I salute you. Um, make sure y'all check me out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook group, all um, Livewire Sports. Um, also you can check me out on my um, my podcast areas, um, Amazon, Spotify, Anchor, and um, and Google Google Podcasts. So until the next time, guys, I salute. <laughs> Peace.